This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. goes down. He says, I go now bound in the Spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations await me. But none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself. Paul was selfless. He was selfless. He says, I don't count my life dear to myself. It's not about me. See, that's the way we would say it. It's not about me. It's about Jesus. You know how I lived among you. You know this is true selflessness. There's so much we can learn from the Apostle Paul. He knew life with Jesus wouldn't be easy, yet he selflessly and eagerly followed where his Savior led. Pastor Robert shares in today's message how Paul's lifestyle of selflessness allowed him to be in tune with Jesus and follow his commands with no hesitation. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts chapter 20 with today's message. The Bible says faithful are the wounds of a friend. When you're enough of a friend to someone to say to them, you need to go blow your nose. Or, man, what are you doing? Do you realize that choice, it's a destructive choice. It's going to bite you. It's going to cause you harm, that choice that you're making. Or to just come right out and tell them, listen, you know, I care about you, and I'm afraid that if you were to die today, you'd go to hell. That scares me for you. Are you enough of a friend? To not worry about their feelings. Because there are more important things. Paul cared about these people. Let's read on and you'll see what I'm talking about. It makes it clear. The scripture makes it so clear. He avoided them because he was hurrying to be at Jerusalem, if possible, on the day of Pentecost. But look at verse 17. From Miletus, he sent to Ephesus and called for the elders of the church. This group of men that God had set apart to lead the church, the people of God there at Ephesus. And when they had come to him, he said to them, You know from the first day that I came to Asia in what manner I always lived among you, serving the Lord with all humility, with many tears and trials which happened to me by the plotting of the Jews, how I kept back nothing that was helpful, but proclaimed it to you and taught you publicly and from house to house, testifying to Jews and also to Greeks repentance toward God, and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. That was his message. Repentance toward God and faith toward Christ. Verse 22, And see, now I go bound in the Spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations await me. But none of these things move me, 
nor do I count my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy and the ministry which I receive from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. And indeed, now I know that you all, among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God, will see my face no more. Paul is telling them, I'll never be back to Ephesus. Therefore, I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all men. For I have not shunned to declare to you the whole counsel of God. Therefore, take heed to yourselves and to all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. For I know this, that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. Also from among yourselves, men will rise up, speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after themselves. Therefore, watch and remember that for three years, I didn't cease to warn everyone night and day with tears. So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I have coveted no one's silver or gold or apparel. Yes, you yourselves know that these hands have provided for my necessities and for those who are with me. I have shown you in every way by laboring like this that you must support the weak. And remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. When he said these things, he knelt down and prayed with them all. And then they all wept freely and fell on Paul's neck and kissed him, sorrowing most of all for the words which he spoke, that they would see his face no more. And they accompanied him to the ship. What a picture. What a picture. Paul avoided sailing into Ephesus Because he had a priority from God. He had a mission. He had a mandate from the Lord. God was sending him back to Jerusalem, onto Rome. And apparently, he had let Paul know, you're not going back to Ephesus. This is it. You're done. You're done. And so he says to them, you all know how I lived among you. You know, I was thinking about that with my kids, you know, to be able with my children, with you. One day we're all going to reach a point where hopefully we'll reach a point where we know, okay, this is it. I'm done. I mean, not everybody gets a forewarning from God, but many do. And what would it be like to realize I'm done? I'm done. I'll never see these people again. And to look them in the eye, to be able to look them in the eye and say, you know me. You know my life. You know that I lived it. That I didn't just teach you about the grace of God. That I didn't simply lecture you on the principles of the word of God. But you saw them lived out in my day-to-day life. You know me. And I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to do that when the time comes, when, you know, hopefully, you know, in the far distant future, right, when I'm an old man and I realize I've run my race, I'm I'm done. I'm dying to be able to look my son and my daughter in the eye and say to them with a clear conscience and with conviction, you know how I live my life. 
I've given you an example to follow. See, that's what Paul was doing. He was saying to these men, you now are the leaders, the shepherds. Guys, I'll never be back. And after I'm gone, they're going to be wolves. Savage wolves are going to come in. And they're not going to spare the sheep. They're not going to spare the flock. Shepherd the flock. Protect your sheep. I've given you an example. Now follow it. There are eight things that I want you to see that Paul shows us here. Qualities that we see in Paul. As he passes the baton to these Ephesian elders, as he's talking to them, there are eight things that I see that stand out. Qualities that he's telling them, you saw these in me, now Follow my example. The first one is in verse 19. And really, you could say down in in 23 and 24 as well. He says, I always lived among you serving the Lord with all humility, with many tears and trials which happened to me. And then he goes down. He says, I go now bound in the spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations await me. But none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself. Paul was selfless. He was selfless. He says, I don't count my life dear to myself. It's not about me. See, that's the way we would say it. It's not about me. It's about Jesus. You know how I lived among you. You know this is true. Selflessness. Your life, he didn't leave you here so that you could gather stuff for him to burn in the future. You realize that? You're not here to gather up kindling wood for the bonfire that's going to take place at the end of the age. But that's what a lot of us spend our lives doing, man. We're just gathering that stuff up. Oh, you know, I got a shed in the backyard, you know, because I need it to store stuff that one day is going to burn. It's like, why do we do that? Gathering things for the bonfire. Paul was selfless. Paul was just, he was on a mission. You know, he spent his entire life. I mean, most of his adult life, you know, walking through the desert, traveling cross country on these ships and, and things like that. He, He wasn't gathering up anything for this life. All of his focus was gathering treasure in heaven. What an example to follow. He was selfless. And the second one, number two, again in verse 19, humility. Such an example of humility. Listen to me. Paul was so humble that he could write in this passage under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. He says, you know how I lived among you, serving the Lord with all humility. Thanks for tuning in today for another edition of Main Thing Radio. We hope Pastor Robert's teaching has encouraged you personally and brought you to a deeper understanding of your Savior. Right now, Pastor Robert would like to take a moment and share how you can be involved in the future of Main Thing Radio. God is using ministries like this one to reach multitudes of people across the nation and the world. And I feel so blessed to be a part of this virtual mission field. I'm also excited to see where God will take us in the future. I'd like to ask you to join us in seeking God's will for our ministry and pray that we'll keep our eyes on Him. Thanks, Pastor Robert. We'd also like to ask you to prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio financially. For donations of $20 or more, we have a special thank you gift to send you. This month's gift is Pastor Levi Lesko's book, Through the Eyes of a Lion, Facing Impossible Pain, Finding Incredible Power. Our lives are not free from pain, even when we're following Jesus with all our hearts. 
Pastor Levi's book shares how we can still find hope in this world that's filled with pain and suffering. For more information or to contribute, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on Donate at the top of the page. That's all for today, but join us again next time to dive into the Word of God, right here on Main Thing Radio.